James, these brothers came over my house and cut my grass for me until I was able to get on my feet and cut my grass with my riding lawnmower. And to this day, I was wondering why James choose to do the front because it was shorter. <laughs> and Roger had the back because he was riding a lot. <laughs> and I thank them, brothers. Amen. I, I, I truly thank them for that. That these brothers would come across town to do this for me. And Bar, three years ago, my brother-in-law passed. You know, a lot of people will say to you, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. Barb said that. Two days before we were supposed to do funeral for my brother-in-law, Barb called. And uh, she said, yeah, I told her, yeah, we'll be home. My sister-in-law from Vegas was staying with us for the funeral. Barb brought over that chocolate cake. <laughs> And we just sat and we fellowship a good a good while just just talking, you know. And I just thank you for that. Amen. Because a lot of people, you know, they say they say it, but a lot of times they don't really Do mean it. it. But Barbara said it and she meant it. Amen. You know, and I just thank God for that. And um, you're always gonna be in my prayers. And I just say it's one last thing that I'm gonna say. I'm gonna miss going to basketball games and football games, and us yelling at the referees, how you missed that call, what's wrong, you can't see. So Barb said, when I go to the game, call him, tell him about what the referees are doing so we can yell <laughs> over the phone. But you'll constantly be in our prayers, and uh, we're going to miss you. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Come on. Anyone else while Ireland's coming? Well, as you know, we came from Wyoming to Cleveland, and Ken and I were parked across the street from where Barb and, and Roger were, and we were kind of a little lost, you know. <laughs> So we walked up to this door, and we knocked on the door. And you got to realize, in Wyoming, there's uh, not many people of color. And the ones that are there are kind of, you don't know them too well, because you don't run into them, because they shop in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I don't know. We knocked on this door, and here was this smiling face, and it was Roger. And they invited us into their house, not knowing who we were, although we said we bought the house next door. And we sat there, and we must have talked an hour or two, you know. We just had some really good fellowship in my heart. That's so good, right? But then, you know, um, we didn't have a refrigerator. So I don't know who conjured this up. It probably was Barb. But between Barb and Pastor, they bought us over some dinner. And we got to meet our pastor. And we were just blessed from the day we moved into that house. But the biggest blessing for us was Roger. 
He always makes me laugh. <laughs> Barb, I could always talk to her, you know, and I'd say hello and everything almost every day just to say hello to her. And I'm really going to miss that because they are sweet people and hospitality is lacking not only in the church but in the world. And they definitely showed hospitality, yes. And then one morning when it was snowing, I heard this noise outside my window. I looked, I said, Ken, the neighbor is snow blowing our driveway. <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> and that noise continued, you know. He faithfully had his earmuffs on, his hat, his jacket, just snow plowing away so that Ken wouldn't slip because of his leg and stuff like that. And, and it was such a blessing. It's never happened. Mm. You know, it has never happened in our lives. I'm so glad you guys are in our lives, but we probably will venture on into Colorado, so we will see you. But I'm glad you passed the blower on to a younger person. <laughs> <laughs> you nothing but blessing you know and you're going to have an exciting time before you amen and it may have some rough points but you'll get through them you'll make people laugh and you will win them over with that and barb i, I think my marriage is in jeopardy right now because i wasn't faithful enough to learn how to make grits from you <laughs> you know it was my fault but I don't know, maybe I'll corner you in the next day when you come over and show me how to make these grits. Because I made them and they were gritty. And that's a failure. So thank you so much for being the best neighbors and watching over us. Amen. I'm going to try not to cry, Raj. Oh. As a young man, I tell this to my son. We have these things that are going now, on right now with Trayvon Martin and all the difficulties it is to be a black man, to try to be a priest of your own and be a role model. There are several men in this church that. Uh, probably heard the speech before, Melvin, James, Mr. Dwight, Pastor, that if you don't have men to assist you 
to thrive and move forward. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Life can be very difficult. Miss Wells, I appreciate your cakes. But Roger, there would be some Sunday mornings or some weeks that I would have. And you look at me and you go, you're doing all right? And I just say yes. And then you just grab me and pull me up and hold me. And sometimes as men, we don't get the opportunity to get that human touch. Human touch is so important um, in life. And sometimes that hug wasn't a quick hug. Sometimes you wouldn't let me go because you know I needed it. And that man love, man hug, which we don't get as men. Sometimes we don't have dads to do that for us. My father passed, and it's that senior male leadership and role model that makes a difference in our lives. I'm just having a conversation with my wife, and I go, you know, my dad has passed, and you know, it, it's not. Knowing that he's not here is the most difficult part, but when he was here, I could go. I didn't have to see him, but I know I could say in the back of my mind, I'm okay. So I don't know how you can fax me a hug or email me a hug, but that will be missed. And now I gotta find somebody to give me that hug on Sunday. And I appreciate it. And thanks for giving my wife the recipe for the pound cake. <laughs> Amen. Couple more. Georgia. Georgia oftentimes would be riding past our house and Roger could be cutting grass or anything, but he would stop, walk down, give her a hug. Uh, he would always just stop because she's on her way to the store or back and spend that few minutes with her and just encourage her or, or, or whatever. But like I said, always giving a hug to her and just something that you would see daily. Anybody else? Okay, epic fail number one was not getting to this mic before the tearjerker started. Because <laughs> now it's going to make me want to cry. I just want to thank you guys. It was hard coming to a new church. 
got here in 2005. Didn't know anybody, just, well, besides the husband, but I had to start over after 20 years, and it was just really nice to be someplace with people I felt like I'd known. I felt like I've always been here, and you were a large part of that. So just want to say thanks. I couldn't have done it without you guys. You notice that everything that we do, we do together, including this here. Um, and Lynn has her own special place for the church. And for those of you who don't know, I was here in 1995. So I've been here a long time. And many of you know the previous family I had before I got here. And the things that happened as a result of that family ending, that situation ending. And I'll make a confession that I was very close to leaving the church because of that. But what happened was the outpouring of love and support, beginning with Roger and Barb, and looking after me and caring for me at a time when things were very difficult, um, they kind of set the stage and the tone for the fact that there is no place anywhere that I could ever imagine being different than here. And helping me celebrate a new marriage here, helping me celebrate a new life here, and just embracing and the kind of love that you just only see from godly people. That's what this church is about, and that's what Roger and Barb epitomized. And so for, for those reasons, very special to me, I will never, ever forget them. They will always be in my life. They're always going to be part of <coughs> what we do here and carrying on the ministry here at the church. And it's just very, very special to have known them. And uh, I suspect that, uh, you know, Lynn didn't travel a whole lot before we, uh, before we got married. She pretty much was a homebody. But we go to Savannah and Hilton Head every year. And I suspect we'll be working in Las Vegas and Denver now <laughs> as part of our travels. Thanks so our horizons. Yes. Our horizons have been broadened now, too. Um, but... Uh, you certainly have a mission going where you're going now, too. You are not done doing anything. You're going to just be making new friends, getting to know new people. And, you know, Akron Alliance Fellowship Church has been richer because of you. Um, very special. And you're going to do the same thing there in Denver. And we love you guys. Okay. Okay, Glenda. When I came to this church 13 years ago, I was torn, broken, just devastated. And Barb would always give me a hug. She'd never say anything. She'd just hug me, ask how I was doing, and just show me some love that I needed at that time. And I'll forever remember that. One time we were at a, we were at a play, and Barb had on this beautiful scarf. And I told her how much I admired in her life. And, she's, and one day she took it off and brought it and gave it to me. And I'll always treasure that scarf. Always. Because I know that was from love. And Roger, I don't remember what we had here. It was a lot of people here. And you parked me all the way in the back. In the grass. Do you remember this? <laughs> and it was so muggy. It was so much mud back there. My car got stuck back there. And he went and he had it towed out. He waited for the tow truck. And that's love. Because if you want a friend, you must first show yourself friendly. And there is a friend that's sticking closer than above. God bless and keep you guys. Amen. Okay, Faith. 
Pam, did you sit down? Okay. I'm not going to cry. Y'all are like um, second their parents to me. Did you always put me? See? No. <laughs> but Miss um, Wells, you, you have both been very good mentors. We have um, pattern our finances after you. I remember when we first got married, we were trying to figure out how to do finances with Miss Wells sat and talked with me. And that has been a blessing to our family. I knew that I could always come to you. You were a good sounding board. I knew when you would give me advice, it would be sincere, and you would really hear me. And I've always appreciated that from you, Miss Wells. And I've also learned a lot from you. I was telling her before we uh, started service this morning, many churches were blessed because of what she taught me. When I would go to places and I would see the older women working at a lot of the churches, the young women tend to just run out, and I would think, how can I be a blessing? And I would remember Mrs. Wells, how she would serve in the kitchen and how she didn't do anything. You would just quietly, she would begin to fold the tablecloths. She would just begin to, you know, do things very quietly and you would never know. And so I just kind of picked up that habit and I would begin to do that to demonstrate love and serviceship to other people. And the other thing I admire about you is that when I didn't see people around, sometimes I would, might ask them, where is so-and-so or where is... And they would go, go to Barbara. She keeps in touch with them. And that encouraged me because you never really said it out loud, but you, you taught me that it's important to keep relationships with people, and it's, it's important to um, continue to demonstrate that love with them. You don't have to do it loudly. You just do it. And I, I've always admired that of you, and I'm, my desire is to have that quiet woman spirit that you have and to serve in love without having to have that recognition. And I've always loved that about you. And Mr. Wells, you just make me happy. You, you always give me hugs. And um, I've admired your friendship with my father. You, just, you guys have demonstrated what true friends are in me and Mark's lives. And I, I thank the Lord for what he's doing. I'm excited about what he's going to do because I think it's awesome that you're going to be able to leave marks on your grandkids' lives and good memories with them. So um, I'm anticipating hearing what he's doing with you on your new mission field. Love you much. Well, since Faith stood up, I guess I will too. Um, okay. Uh, I've always, well, since I met Faith and, and uh, uh, was courting her, I guess, um, I had an opportunity to meet Roger and Barb and uh, that was 13 years ago, but I, in, in passing, uh, every time we came back to town, obviously we, we get a chance to talk a little bit, but over the last two years, uh, we've had an opportunity uh, to see them on a daily basis and to bear witness to the type of life that one should lead. Uh, and I, I, I guess I echo Arlen in saying that it is great to have examples uh, for us. Um, and everyone needs an example, and it's something that we try to talk with the kids about is find someone who can be a mentor to you, who can show you and demonstrate to you on a daily basis what it is to be a Christian, to be a good person, uh, and to serve. And I think both, uh, both Barb and Roger have, have demonstrated that throughout their lives, um, but it takes time spent with them 
to really see it through. And I think this past, these past two years, we were, we were able to see that on a daily basis. Um, I don't know uh, if we can fill the shoes of 464 South Portage Path. The yard is awful big. But I know the house uh, was built well. Uh, it was built with love. It was cared for uh, in love. Uh, and we appreciate that. And, and we didn't know that that was going to be a place for us. Uh, but God had the plan mapped out, um, including us being patient enough to not find another house and to pursue it. Uh, so uh, we appreciate everything that you've um, Every, we appreciate everything about you, uh, and we appreciate the things that you've done, not only for uh, those that you know about, that you know of, but those who do not. And I, I guess one of the things, the last thing I'd say is, it's always interesting uh, that if you um, hang around or if you develop relationships with, with the right people, how many other people that you'll get to know that will have the same spirit and the same characteristics as those that you uh, initially met with, you know. And if you develop a relationship with Barb and Roger, then you know anyone that they are around or anyone who knows them are going to have that same type of character and they're going to be people that you can um, trust, rely on, and, and love. Mm -hmm. So I think for me that's, that's been the biggest uh, and, and hopefully we'll stay in touch. Amen. Right. And Ronnie, um, Pastor is younger than Roger, so he has the snowblower. No, I'm older than Roger. Oh, well then I need Roger's snowblower. The so young man's right there. Oh. <laughs> um, to piggyback on my sister, I've known you all my life, because you and um, my parents have been friends since I was born. And I want to thank you for showing the friendship and what a true friend is. When, um, before dad became a pastor, or after dad became a pastor, um, you were still there. You came to the church, you were here with him. When he went through cancer, um, Mr. Wells, you were there for him. You were, if mom called, you were there. Um, Mr. Wells, if he needed help with Grandpa, you came to take the blood pressure. I've never seen you not be there when Mom and Dad needed you. Um, Rodney and Marlon, we all have grown up together. They have become friends. I talk to Rodney all the time on Facebook. But I want to thank you for just showing what a true friendship is. Through thick, thin, no matter what, you were always there for them and they could depend on you. And I thank you for that. Amen. Just give the mic right to that gentleman right there. Well, I won't be getting kicked out anymore. <laughs> and Roger and I go a long way back. And if I started telling stories, we would be here forever. And Roger knows, Barb knows, and most people here know what we've been through. I appreciate him. Love him, and I'm going to miss him. Amen. Yes. Let's start a little film that we have. And uh, we're going to show a little something. And after we show this, 
maybe one or two more of you may want to say something. Um, this is all about, in a sense, uh, that old saying is true, give people their roses while they're still living. You know, so it's not so much platitude as it is appreciation. Okay. Uh, can we start that? And just turn off that middle row. We wanted a perfect ending, but we've learned the hard way that some poems don't rhyme and some stories don't have a clear beginning. Middle or end of life is about not knowing. Having to change, talking, taking a moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next. Some folks arrive into our lives and depart. Footprints on our hearts and we are in no way ever this the vi ever the same. So sorry, you'll be leaving. You'll be missed ever so much. We pray the Lord will bless you, your new endeavors, and your journey in life. Don't be dismayed at our goodbye. A farewell is necessary before we can meet again. And meeting again after moments of a lifetime is certain for those who are friends. Love and blessing. Pastor Gus and Elaine, Sister Elaine, and the congregation. This. <laughs> hair, hair, you see the hair?
never thought I'd feel this way. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad I got this chance to say that I do believe I love you. And this I should ever. part of this church family, knowing all of you, meeting new friends, Ann and Larry and Ronnie and Ken and Melissa, seeing people get married, Charles and Joanna and um, Melvin and, and Lynn and even Marnell and Nate, they've gone on to Las Vegas. And then seeing old friends from work, where we used to work at Brexville, Juanita, Prim and her husband, seeing the triplets being born and taking care of them when they were just infants, and Georgia riding by the house in her, um, her motorized chair there. And it's just been a pleasure knowing all of you. And um, it's, I don't, that's just about all I can say, I guess. It's, it's been a pleasure. And I want to thank you all for allowing me and us to be a part of family. And the cooking, I guess that's just me. <laughs> I cook all the time, and I don't mind doing it. You know, the second, Saturday, uh, second Sunday breakfast was something that you all did, really, because um, we would give 
you'd, you'd give the money for the donuts and the coffee and that, and the money started adding up, and it got to be too much. I said, I got to do something. So I decided to start cooking breakfast on Second Sunday, and it has worked out very well. I just want to thank you all. We appreciate you for who you are. We appreciate this church and Pastor and Elaine. We enjoy being friends and neighbors. And like Tyler said, known her and Faith and Gus since they were born. And Pastor and Elaine knows my children since they were born. And it's just been one big happy family. And we want to thank you. Try to get through this here. I don't know. You do it. I'm gonna try. Listen, I've been knowing the pastor for over 50 years. We went to high school together, and it's been a blessing ever since uh, 1962. When I I knew him before that, but that's when we really got to be friends in '62. So that's 51 years ago, and. He's been like a brother to me, and we've laughed together, we've cried together, we've traveled together, and I wasn't going to say anything, but I just couldn't pass his opportunity. And then my best friend back there left. <laughs> I'm going to really miss <laughs> And I'm going to miss the whole church, but I, I just love everybody, and I just want to thank you. Amen. Well, we appreciate you and love you both. Well, it comes that time now for offering. Uh, yes, Debbie, come on. Barbara and Roger has meant so much to me in my life that I couldn't, I had to write it down to have brief words, otherwise I'd be here for a while. And I put it like this. God has a plan for his children. I understand the many emotions that Roger and Barb are feeling right now. In 1988, I had to leave my hometown. I moved to Michigan and then to the Cleveland-Akron area in 1992. God sent me to Akron Alliance Fellowship where I met Roger and Barb. They lived in Twinsburg, which is a neighboring community to Macedonia. As they visited my home for the first time, somehow I knew that I would be adopted into their family. This was part of God's plan for me. Little did I know that my life would be turned upside down and I would be left raising two little boys. As I became a single parent, Roger and Barb supported me. Roger picked my boys up from school every day after work. Barb watched them until I came home. Basically, they helped me raise my sons. As God prepared, as God prepared for me, he has a plan for Roger and Barb. We release them into his service. I'm thankful for what, for, for what <coughs> we have shared. We have shared laughter at holiday dinners and vacations. We have shared precious moments as close friends, giving advice and sharing secret thoughts. We have shared hard times when Barb walked with me in divorce court, and years later when we prayed during her, her, during her serious surgical procedures. We have shared times of, of special teaching techniques 
as I demonstrated my shopping skills and Barb awarded me with the cup of good shopping, born to shop. And then they showed me really and really and truly how to do a good party. We share little blessings and big blessings like the birth of their grandsons and the graduation of my sons. We have shared life with lots of joy in the Lord. As you move away, all that's in my heart will stay and stay and stay. I love you. Amen. Yes, Cynthia. Now, y'all talk about going over now. <laughs> I really hadn't planned on saying anything at all, but uh, we couldn't let Barbara leave without letting her know how much we appreciate her uh, with the, um, the Alliance Women Group, and she has been a faithful, faithful member the whole time from the time we started over 20-some years ago. I don't know the exact year, but many, many years ago, she was always there and faithful, so we just wanted to thank her for all the missionary dinners, and we just can't name everything, the prison ministry, so many things. And we just thank you, and the Alliance Women want to give you a little going away gift. And as you and Roger travel to Colorado, you stop and get some snacks along the way. And we love you. Amen. Well, we're going to close out in this manner. We're going to take the collection. And then, uh, where Brother Beecher disappeared to? Uh, Father, we want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for your loving kindness unto us. And thank you, Lord, for the day that you've given to us. And we ask, O oh God, that as we give that, O oh God, which you have blessed us with, that you would take it and multiply it and use it to further your kingdom. And Lord, we just thank you for your many blessings. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
I'm going to ask Roger and Barb to just come up one more time together. And I'm going to ask Brother Beecher, maybe one or two men, two or three women, if you would come. Brother Beecher, would you come lead us in prayer, asking God to bless them in their going and that he would meet them in every need. Let us bow our heads in prayer. <clears throat> this is a day of rejoicing for Barbara and Roger. I think they're experiencing their dreams. And we know that it's one thing about it. God has ordered their steps. They are walking by faith. And they are being led by the Spirit of God. Now, <clears throat> that's what we're sure of. And we're thankful that God is doing that. <clears throat> Let us bow our heads in prayer. Our Father and our God, we thank you for another day that we can come together and rejoice in such celebration with Barbara and Roger, two individuals that we have known for many, many years. We've enjoyed laboring with them. And how I remember when we was putting this ceiling up in this building. And as we go up, Roger would shake as we uh, was putting up the drywall. And sometime I sit in the pews and look up and marvel at the ceiling that Roger has helped to put up. And I say it's still there. And I'm grateful for the labor that he has rendered here at Akron Alliance Fellowship for the various types of food that Barbara brought over to us while we was laboring here and putting up walls and putting down floors. And yet, Lord, it was a labor of love and a labor of gratitude. And we thank you for these faithful servants that served at another church with us and came over where we were here and continued their service. And Lord, we know that their service has not been in vain and that service will go with them <clears throat> where they are going. And we can praise you what you have done in their lives, what you are doing, and Lord, we praise you what you're going to do with them. These blessings we ask in Jesus' name and for your sake. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, there is some cake and some punch on the other side or whatever, and just a time of fellowship with them at the end here. So should we all just stand and we're just going to pull in? I'm getting, yeah. And um, we just want to be able to acknowledge how grateful we are for something that only God is able to do. And we want to thank Pearl. She did the overhead and everything and put it all together for us. And Barbara... 
the home is empty, but maybe the roses will brighten it up a little bit. Okay. Shall we pray together? Well, the first thing you know, gentlemen, you need, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, need, I need to get, get my singers. <laughs> uh, think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about his grace that us For as high as the heavens above, so great is the magic of our Father's love. Great is the magic of our Father's love. Father, we thank you and we praise you that you have shown us your love through a couple who have demonstrated the love of Christ and have shared it with us. And Lord, we pray that we might be a people who will follow their example in sharing the love and the service of Christ. And Lord, wherever you're going to plant them in their next home church, may you continue to use them and bless them and make them a blessing to others. And Father, as we depart this place, blessing to others. And Father, as we depart this place today, oh God, may we be a people of service. May we be a people, oh God, who will not complain, but oh God, who will use our spiritual gifts to win others to Christ and draw others closer to you. And Father, as you dismiss us in your love, Empower us with your spirit to do such tasks that, Lord, that it would touch the hearts of people, put footprints upon their hearts and their minds, that Jesus loves them. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, there's cake and